Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is caring for the soul. And now here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, welcome. My name is Roland and the program is called Shedding Shackles. Today I'm going to do what I always do. I turn the microphone on and I begin to talk. And I want you to to know that you are a soul in a body. You have a consciousness. And you are not your body. You are your consciousness or your soul. If you close your eyes, let's say you're sitting on a chair right now in your office or you're sitting in your living room on the sofa or you're sitting on the porch, somewhere quiet and peaceful. You're sitting in your bedroom. If you're sitting in somewhere quiet and peaceful right now and you're not doing anything, then you could close your eyes and look at the inside of your eyelids and you will see little pixels of light, little patterns of light. At the same time, you can be aware of your hand. Let's say you could be aware of your right hand hanging by your side or in your lap, and you see the little pixels of light, and at the same time you're aware of your hand, very gently aware of your hand. And then you can also become aware of your forehead. And now, as you are looking at the little patterns of light, the little warm glow of light on the inside of your eyelids, you're aware of your hand and your forehead at the same time. And it's as if they were both in one place, your hand and your forehead, in one place. You see, you are a consciousness in a body. And what is important is your consciousness. That's what's the most important thing, your soul. Christ said, what profits it a person if he or she gained the whole world and lose their soul? So, let's talk about that. How, how can you take care of your soul? Remember there was a beautiful song and it was, it was something like it goes well with my soul well a lot of you are having issues and it's not going well with your soul now the problem is you tend to focus on the externals you tend to focus on your on your pains and your tensions and your nervousness and your problems and your bills and your people problems and your work problems and your financial problems you tend to focus on all of that and although those things do need to be attended to, you have to be careful that they're not a distraction. So how can you attend to things without there being a distraction? See, the problem is that we don't know how to be... See, the problem is you are not using the full powers of your soul. You're not using... Have you ever heard the old expression, what was it? Who said it? It was some somebody said that we we use you know less than one percent of our of our um, of our brain ability. Well, you know what? We probably use less than most the average person. 
uses less than a millionth of their soul potential. And the reason for that is that you, you haven't been taught properly. And because you weren't taught properly, you began to flounder. People were mean to you and they were cruel to you and they said they, things to you and they teased you and they pressured you and they scared you and they emotionalized you and you began to become lost in your emotions. And then you became lost in thinking. You became lost in, in thoughts that were powered by emotions. So what's happened is you don't know how to be aware of some issue without either escaping into it and diving into it and being lost in it on the one hand or pushing it underneath the carpet and denying it and suppressing it and distracting yourself with something else and pretending it doesn't exist you don't know how to do you don't know how to be aware of something without being upset by it and then struggling with it on the one hand or trying to push it away so you so you pretend that it doesn't exist on the other you have to find a way to be aware of your problems and your issues. Watch them without being upset by them. And then something magic can happen. Something magic. It's like trying to, to make an image in your mind of a pink elephant and then stare at it. When you stare at it, it disappears. It goes away. And if you can learn how to be aware of your problems without being upset by them, without struggling with them, without resenting them. Just watch them. You can be concerned about them. Yes, it's okay to be concerned, but not worried, not upset, not angry. Got the idea? All right. So now, how do you do that? Well, you have to find this, this, perspective, ability to stand back. Just the way if you're sitting quietly on your sofa, you know, somewhere where you can close your eyes and you see the little patterns of light on the inside of your eyelids and you become aware of your hand and you become aware of, the, of your forehead. In that same way, see, what that does is it gives you mental distance. See, now you're not lost in thoughts. You're not lost in emotions. You're not lost in images. You have mental distance. And with that mental distance, you can then observe everything. You can observe not only people and problems, but even yourself with a little bit of mental distance. And something magic happens because you're seeing it in the light. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And with that mental distance, you can then observe everything you can observe not only people and problems, but even yourself with a little bit of mental distance. And something magic happens because you're seeing it in the light. It's like 
taking a dirty towel, a, a dirty gym towel, and hanging it up on the clothesline out in the bright sunshine, something magic happens. The sunshine cleans it all up and makes it fresh. There's something magic about observing things in God's light. And I want you to know also that, that when you... See, what happened to, to Adam? Well, he doubted what God said, and then he reached for the forbidden food. He reached for something he wasn't supposed to. It could have been anything, but whatever it was, he reached for it, and he ate it. He took it in. And the act of taking it in, see, that act, it was a metaphysical act. It was not only a physical act, but it was a metaphysical act. And that metaphysical act separated him from his ground of being. So I'll give you the example I just used. If you're sitting quietly in your bedroom or on your sofa, you spend a few moments watching the light on the inside of your eyelids. It takes you outside of imagination, outside of the bedlam, outside of the squirrel cage, outside of the endless loop of thought and worries and doubts and fears and images and memories. It takes you out of that and suddenly you're in the present and you see spiritual light. And you're aware of your forehead and your hand at the same time. And you just do that for a little while. Then you get up and stretch and then you go out into the world and you take that detached perspective with you. Now you go out in the world and it's a brighter place and you hear the bird singing and you're in the moment. When people come along, and you begin to see them without hating them. See, you somehow are able to look at them unemotionally and without the prejudice of the past. You just see them with fresh eyes and suddenly you don't hate them, you don't resent them, you don't feel sorry for them, you just see them, you have compassion on them. You see that you can't do much for them, but surely you don't hate them or resent them. And you begin to look at your problems, and, and now you look at them with this, this perspective, and you begin to see that, well, yeah, you know, it is solvable, and so on. Everything changes for the better because you have this detached perspective that you get when you're closer to God's light. There I said it. You're closer to God's light. But should you go out into the world and get upset, let's say your wife comes along, your husband comes along, your child comes along, your teacher comes along, your boss comes along, the co-worker comes along, and they say something, and you get upset, you get angry, you get resentful, then you begin to lose that you get pulled into the emotion, into the anger, into the resentment, or they come along with the problem, and as usual, you don't know how to stand back and look at it objectively, and as usual, because you're guilty for resenting them, you, you, you jump in and, and try to help, and you get all involved in it. 
You don't know how to say no. You don't know how to do things with a light touch. You get lost in everything. You try to read, you get lost in each word. You listen to a conversation, you get lost in each each word that they say. If somebody says something, you get lost in, in imagining what they're saying. You have word pictures in your mind. You get lost in everything. So you get lost in whatever it is, especially when it's upset. You get lost in the upset, and then the image of that person forms in your mind, and a memory forms. And then later you get lost in that image and that memory. But here's the point I'm making. For Adam, the forbidden food was that, was that tree that God said, don't eat of that. That was the forbidden food for him. What's the forbidden food for you? What is it that you, that you reach for and you take in and you ingest it and you take it inside of you? What is it? It's, it's the emotion. It's the resentment. It's the image that you use to distract yourself from your problems. It's what you use to hide in. It's the false image. It's the problems that you welcome. You welcome the problems because you can escape in them and escape from yourself and the truth about yourself. It's the person that you resent. You resent them. That's the forbidden. So for you, the forbidden food is whatever distracts you, whatever offers you false comfort, whatever glorifies you, whatever you use to puff up in judgment of another person. Do you see? So now do you see you have to begin to learn to wean yourself from all of these forbidden foods. That doesn't mean that you can't eat, but you have to learn how to eat without escaping into it. It doesn't mean that you can't watch television or listen to music, but you have to learn to do them without escaping into them, without abusing them, without misusing them. You have to be able to have a, a more detached attitude so that you, you eat to live and not eat to live. You know what I mean? So how are you going to have this attitude toward things? How are you going to not get upset by your, your spouse or your partner? How are you going to not get upset by the problems? How are you going to not get upset by your health issues and by all the things around you? Well, you've got to have this, this detached, calm perspective where you observe without getting lost in it. Where you, where you can watch something without getting pulled into it. Now you can listen to the meditation on your phone when you're away from home or on the go. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 and at the main menu, press 1. That's 510 510- Four five five eight eight five one. Send Roland an email at Roland at SheddingShackles.com. So it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, uh, learning how not to get pulled into things. So when you see a chair, you just see the chair without naming it. Oh, that's a chair. That's a nice chair. That's a terrible chair. When somebody comes along, you just sort of see them. 
kind of from, from, I don't want to say distant. What's the word to use? Detached. A detached perspective. There they are. And you hear them saying things. And it kind of goes in one ear and out the other. You know, they're saying something, but a lot of what they say doesn't even register because it's not important. If something is important, then, uh, you know, you your awareness will make you aware of what's important. But if it's not important, then just... It just kind of goes in one ear and out the other. And you'll find that you'll be able to take things or leave things. Suddenly, you won't have to have the, the candy. You won't have to have the extra dessert. You won't have to have the cigarette. You won't have to have the marijuana. You won't have to have the, the alcohol. You won't have to have the, the, uh, the texting or whatever it is that now you can't say no to. See, when you get pulled into something, when you get sucked into something, when you get totally involved in something, then it owns you. And it, it basically becomes your Lord. See, in the Old Testament, there's the beautiful expression to be in, to be in the bosom of God. Well, the problem with you, if you'll pardon expression, is that you're in the bosom of everything else. You get lost in your food, you get lost in your football, and the proof, the proof that you're lost in it and subject to it is that you're addicted to it. You can't say no to it. You gotta have it. You too can learn the art of watching and remaining centered with the help of our free meditation. To learn more, visit SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us and click on Meditation. If You see, the proof that you can't stay objective the way you are right now is if somebody says, some makes some remark, it upsets you. It irritates you. It angers you. It makes you resentful. See, if you see something, somebody says, oh, here you can win $100. You, you can't, uh, you can't not notice. You can't not want to get involved. Oh, tell me more. How am I going to win $100? See, you get pulled into it. And so now you can see why you're such a sucker, if you'll pardon the expression, for advertisers and for the narrative Whatever, whatever they tell you that you have to do, you just do it because you don't know how to stand back and, and see, separate, and see what is truth and what is narrative, what is true and what is false. So it's very important that you learn to stand back and allow the magic of God's light to shine on everything, and you'll see in his light. And you'll see if they're lying to you. You'll just see it. You may not know what, what the lie is exactly, but someday you will. You may not know exactly why they're doing it. It's not important. Don't get pulled in. Just see that there's something about it that doesn't sit right with you. And just don't go that way. See what I mean? 
If somebody comes up and says something mean, just let it go in one ear and out the other. Don't take umbrage. Don't get angry. See, if somebody, what's, what can I do? If somebody asks you to do something, it's not your job, then learn how to quietly say, no, thank you. It's not my job. But what do you do now? Now what you do is you take it in. See, it's a forbidden food. They say, oh, would you help me do this? But it's not your job. It's their job. But you resent them for asking. And so in your resentment, you feel guilty for the resentment because it's wrong. It's a wrong reaction. So then in your guilt, you end up caving in and then helping them anyway, see? So you get pulled in. That's how you get pulled in. It's the, the forbidden food of resentment. Think of resentment as a little as a piece of candy. That it's there. And then you you look at it, and then you smell the smell of the chocolate, and then you can't resist and you eat it. Well now you have to see that resentment for you is forbidden food. And for 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 many of you also the other resentment, the other forbidden food is judgment. See? Some people go around and they say, well, I don't hate anybody. Oh, yes, but you judge them. And what is judgment? It's playing God. That's right, you're playing God. In your mind, you puff up in judgment of them and you look down upon them. And you think you're better than they are. You judge them. That's playing God. See? And then when they don't worship you, when they don't see you in a good light, then you condemn them. So you're playing God. You're playing king and judge. So knock it off. You have to knock that off. But you have to see that it's wrong. Right now you don't see that it's wrong. Maybe you don't see that your resentments are wrong. You don't see that your that your anger is wrong. You don't see that your selfishness is wrong. You don't even see it. Or you have excuses. Well, I deserve it. Or everybody gets theirs, so I'll get mine. Or you have all kinds of excuses. Rationale. See, you have to learn to stand back from all of it. And the only way you can do it, the only way, is to start with something very simple. Start with a little meditation. I have one that's free. You can get it for free at SheddingShackles.com and practice it a little bit first thing in the morning before you go out in the world. Then take a little bit of that detachment, that perspective, that calmness, that light, Take it with you out in the world, and then you begin to be able to not get pulled in by the, all the forbidden foods and forbidden fruits and forbidden everything around you. See, for you, there's a lot of things that you really, that are not good for you. Remember, in the very beginning, I talked about the care of the soul. Well, actually, the person, or yeah, the person, who should take care of your soul is your creator. You need him to take care of your soul. But for that to happen, for that to happen, you have to stop blocking him. And the way you block him now is by escaping from him. And the way you escape from him is escaping into everything. Every little resentment, every little anger, every little excitement, every little, every little thing you've got to have or you can't say no to, 
Every little th- pe- when people pull on you with their emotions and their little ploys and their little clevernesses, they pull you in, and then you notice that you got pulled in, then you resent them, and that resentment is, is another forbidden fruit. So now you must learn to just simply stand back and watch. Learn the magic of standing back and watching without becoming upset by what you see, without getting pulled in. If somebody comes up and, see, you should be able that if somebody comes up and suddenly they start to tell a joke that's totally inappropriate, they tell it, it's totally inappropriate, and every and everybody else is laughing sheepishly. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You just stand there and look at them with no expression on your face. You don't laugh. You don't resent them. You don't laugh. You just look at them, and they're going to have egg all over their face. You have to learn to have that kind of detachment where you can quietly say no to the forbidden foods all around you. The ones that puff you up, the ones that distract you, the ones that make you feel like everything is okay when it's not okay. And especially the ones where people offer their little clever cruelties and meannesses and discourtesies. See, they're, they're designed to get you to react and to resent and that's how it gets inside. So for you, it's forbidden. It's a forbidden food. So learn to say no to the forbidden food. And God will help you. And how does he help you? He gives you the, med- the little meditation. So you can sit quiet and see what he has for you. You know, some of the mystics called it prayer. They called it a special kind of prayer. You learn to sit quietly see what he has for you. See, instead of looking to see what other people have for you, instead of scanning from station to station or or program to program or or video to video, see, or place to shop to place to shop or text to text, instead of scanning all that stuff, sit quietly. Watch the spiritual light. Be in the moment and see what God might have for you, wordlessly, delicately, quietly, inwardly. See? It's very beautiful. So get the little meditation, it's free, at SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.